I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome to another episode of Renovation Made Right. I am David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. How are you, Brenda? I am so fantastic. So before we get rolling, I do want to take a quick minute to say thank you to our listeners. Um, we can our, our numbers continue to climb, our downloads continue to climb, our uh, our positive ratings continue to climb. So thank you very much. We for, are very appreciative. We're mystified. We're a little stupefied, but Shocked. we're very appreciative. I know. And we're thankful. So um, and uh, an opportunity uh, exists for you to like us and and even share us with somebody else. That would be awesome if mm-hmm. you would do that. Um, or even even better if you wanted to throw a review on whatever uh, platform yeah, you're listening on. We love the reviews; they the, make us feel so so. Well, the nice like, ones do. Yeah. Okay. Are they? There's no bad ones. Not really bad ones. No. Weird, some weird ones, but not bad. <laughs> yeah, so, so nothing bad though. So, uh, but anyway. So thank now you people, very much. Anybody's reviewed is going to be like, was I the weird one? <laughs> oh my god. Um, so. Today's topic, this is stuff we've touched on a little bit, but you're coming at it on some level from a little bit of a different angle. And you call it, actually, I like this, sort of the zen of remodeling. Yeah. This is your topic, right? Yeah. And you were chastising me for talking too much in the last one. No, no. So, oh, no, no. Yes, yes. So this time I'm going to let you be the one that prattles on. With and, you can, and you can interject obnoxious things. I won't. I'll just actually be pleasant and nice. Oh, yeah, I'm role modeling the behavior that I think you might want to consider. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you keep going. All right, off you go. Off I go. So anyway, we're going to talk today about the Zen of remodeling. And when I talk about the Zen of remodeling, I'm talking about your mindset going through the process. Because I think it can be a terrible, terrible thing to live through. And I only say this because we're currently going through it ourselves. We are... Uh, renovating our primary, uh, our bedroom and our primary bath and uh, our closet. And we're doing it ourselves because we're too cheap to hire our own people. But mostly, they're just not available because we we're, have, too, we're too busy. We're too busy. Yeah. And so we're, we're doing most of the work ourselves. Now, I don't, you know, we're not doing the plumbing. We're not doing the electrical. We're not doing the, the actual tiling. But all the carpentry work we're doing and um, and, truth and like all the GCing and we do enjoy it and Dave is a is a like he just loves the woodworking you should have seen how excited he was he made this this walnut door this sliding door that's going to um, go into our bathroom and he, he was practically jumping for joint he's like look at these joints these are the tightest joints I've ever made they're so amazing he's it is so actually excited. the best piece of the best piece of millwork I've ever built yeah it's, it's quite gorgeous I'm actually pr- I just I've been oiling it up it looks absolutely beautiful so he's very excited but and, and walnut by itself is just a stunning wood it is a stunning wood but on so so the fact that we're <laughs> but we digress yeah which we often do so but the fact that we're living through this right now just brings it topically to mind because of course there have been snags you know our tile guy is a nice guy but he's been so slow and 
you know, it's this part is dragging on. And no, now he's on vacation next week. And we're like, uh, we're not going to be able to get the, the shower door templated on time. And we're not going to be able to get the wood, the, uh, the baseboards in, in the bathroom. Cause the floor is not completely done. And you know, like it sort of goes on and on of this, this like, and that's not, that's not the only thing there's all, there's snags along the way. Our, our closet system, for instance, we, we talked to, uh, our closet guy, I don't know, three months ago and we Finally, not of our doing, but we finally got a plan and signed the contracts, you know, a month and a half ago. And it's not going to get installed until September sometime yeah, and, and because it's, it's a lead it's time right problem. <laughs> and it's June, right? Exactly. So it's like oh, another oh, oh, three months. I want to backtrack on our tile guy. So our tile guy is a craftsman. And yes. he's taking his time doing high quality work. Yes. So your perception of being slow, I don't want to put that out there for the world because my perception is. Well, I'm not naming names. He's a quality guy. Yeah, he is a quality guy. And he's, he's actually a scholar. I have been having a all kinds. A quality scholar guy. He was. And right. I, I think because we've been having discussions about politics and, and economics, I think that probably slowed him down more. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to let you get back to work now. <laughs> <laughs> He'd keep going. So, you're, But your point is around this whole Zen. So bring, bring our project back to why you feel like it's important to be thinking Zen. Um, I think it's important we're, to be thinking are we, are Zen. Are we off the rails now? We, we're not off the rails, but here in in our particular circumstance, we're living our. We have a king size bed. We can't move into another bedroom right now because we don't have another bedroom big enough to take a king size bed. Like our guest room downstairs is a queen, and we're used to a king now, right? Like I. Uh, My I'm wife not, is very territorial. I, I am, and I need the real estate just to, from a. I get. I have to take a defensive posture in bed to make sure that I end up with enough space to sleep for the whole night. Exactly. Because we used to sleep when we were younger. It was a queen. And it took me years it was a to figure fool out in the beginning. Yeah, and it right. took me when years we loved each out. other, right. it was you know <laughs> so much smaller bed. Right, and I would end up like <laughs> like on the corner of the bed, just trying to hold on. In the morning, I'd be having nightmares about falling off a cliff. Yeah, and that was just my wife commandeering the entire mattress. So right. I figured if we start so, with more real so estate, so we're in a king. Yeah. So we are not moving. Like we do have a guest room. We could have moved into the guest room, but we like our mattress, and so we're 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 basically camping out in this room. That's just like. There's tools everywhere. There's plaster dust on everything. It's just we've removed half the carpet. We've removed half the carpet. Yeah, like that. You know, we just we, just last night we uh, we put the toilet back in place so we could finally you know not have to walk all the way down the hall to our son's bathroom, which frankly is disgusting. <laughs> and you know, like who wants to use a boy's bathroom? No one. Yeah, two teenage boys. Not oh good. no, it's not good. So so we finally got our toilet back. It was like so exciting. It'd been out for you know a week and a half. It's so. A little, things in life it's the little things in life but actually seriously that's one of the things we should highlight right it's like it, you, you take for granted so yeah. many things and, and and having the right perception during the remodeling process makes a ton of difference makes right? a ton of difference so this is what we're talking about today we're talking about getting your zen on right rolling with things having super low expectations i mean set the bar low and i don't mean set the bar low because you're going to be drinking from it all the time Although that might help, <laughs> but just you know, not that part. Lo <laughs> lower your expectations, um, especially in terms of timeline. You know, this project for us is taking way longer, and you think, oh, we're professionals, we should be able to move it along pretty quickly. Eh, not so much. So you know, it's moving because you know we have COVID backlogs, we have supply issues, right? Stuff is not coming um, at the time that we wanted to do, so it's taking a lot longer than we anticipated. 
Um, and in fact, the project's going to be so we're going to we're going to get hit with a couple of meaningful delays, totally beyond our control. Shower doors are now probably three times their normal lead time. Mm -hmm. We have some additional cabinetry that's coming in that is four times its normal lead time, mm -hmm. right? So we're not going to see that cabinetry till the fall. Right. Nothing we can do about that kind of stuff. Right. So is there, there is zero point in us getting uptight about it. Right. right? We're just we're just rolling. Right. We're just rolling, getting right. our zen on. So. That's that's the first thing. Well, and, but can I just take that another further, a little bit further too? Um, so getting your Zen on and, and rolling with it is super important. And I can guarantee you that to the extent that you do that, you will get better performance from the people that you've chosen to mm -hmm, hire because mm -hmm. it is so refreshing and so uh, appreciated by the your your contractor when you come to the conversations with an understanding attitude and a supportive attitude because the contractors are trying hard mm -hmm. and having to contend with the difficulty associated with uh, lead to, with, with materials and delays and stuff like that is super hard right and it's not and, their fault right and when, when we have a client who's like listen guys I get it you're trying hard that means the world to us mm -hmm. right and when you know obviously we're the in our case we're the contractors mm -hmm. but um, if we were getting all uptight about it what it's going to do nothing but raise our blood pressure mm -hmm. right exactly and it'll all get done Right. Just, and just get done in October. Right. And by the way, you know, like having meaningful levels of stress and, and upset over a beautiful bath renovation, that's a first world that problem. That is a first world problem. Right. That is true. And, and, and these are good problems to have. And ultimately, we should be feeling super blessed mm -hmm. that we have this problem as opposed to lamenting our lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so that's the first thing is just lower your expectations roll with it, recognize that things are going to happen, mistakes are going to be made, materials aren't going to show up the way you expected them to, and you, you got to be a little flexible. And also, frankly, sometimes when something goes sideways, you come up with a better solution than you did with the original, right? Like there's, there's, there's happy things that happen in a project that you didn't expect because something didn't come in and all of a sudden you found the better product that, you know, you didn't even know existed. So, just look for those moments of serendipity in this process as well, because they do show up. Um, and, but, you know, just keep an open mind, roll with it. You're going to be just fine. So that being said, that's the first thing. And then I'm, we're just going to give you some other ideas about just how, practically, how do you manage your, your life so that you can have a good experience. Now, we're going to talk about two big projects, a bathroom renovation, like a, like a primary, your master bath. And, um, oh, by the way, let's talk about that for a quick second. Yeah. We so, don't use that word anymore now. Yeah, we don't use master bath. And this is actually new to us, quite honestly. Um, we just we relatively recently understood that, that the industry is making a transition away from the word master bath. Right. Or the words master bath. Because it has its roots in slavery. Yeah, it and, has. Right. And, yeah, not, not a great connection. And so, right. So the industry is making a shift to the word primary bath. And right. That's, that, and, and but we, it can be confusing when people right. are already used to, like, saying, oh, my master bath or my master bedroom, right, to switch to primary. That's what we're talking about. Right. So, um Anyway, so if you're if you're renovating your primary bath or you're renovating your kitchen, these are two big things that are going to affect you on a daily basis. So um, here's one thing to remember: if you're renovating your kitchen, you're probably going to gain weight. If you math, <laughs> if you renovate your your primary bath, you're probably going to lose weight, and I'll tell you why. The kitchen. I'm I'm, I'm really interested in this. I know, the kitchen. You're you're eating out a lot more. Um, you're you're 
ordering takeout a lot more. Um, it's it's frustrating to work in a space that's not your own. So you tend to drink more. I'm not kidding. People be like, I need a beer, right? So people get a little get a little chubby when they renovate. Um, so just keep that in mind and forgive yourself for it. There'll be plenty of time to lose that 10 pounds you put on while you're doing it later. With the bath, a lot of people, because they don't have a, a, a good place to shower, will join a gym and start working out and, and go to the gym and ah, take like their shower after. That. And so they nice. actually get a little more fit. Or because they actually have to walk more around their house to get to the other bathrooms to use, they you're actually not, get a little on. more fit. You're not going to go with the walking around the house. I, I'm sorry. It's part of my 10,000 steps. I, 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 fair enough. Okay. I love the idea of the, of the gym. I, I, wasn't, I, didn't, I didn't see you I'm going just saying, there. I'm saying. There's opportunities here. A wise woman. Yeah. All so... Right. Um, so anyway, just, just keep that in mind and forgive yourself or look at it as an opportunity. Right. So if we're working on a kitchen, give me a couple ideas to, uh, to make your life easier when you're working on kitchen. Yeah. So, uh, so one simple one, if, if, uh, depending on the time of year, or maybe it even doesn't depend on the time of year, uh, but, uh, getting your grill on, mm-hmm. go, you know, planning on incorporating more grilling into yep. your, uh, into your meals. Get a good grill cookbook. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Look through there's, it. There's tons of stuff you can do in the grill. You can you, cook anything right. on a grill practically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, people are like, oh, I'm going to wait till the good weather. If you can shovel to your grill, like in our, in the Northeast, we get snow, right? Yep. We grill in the dead of winter. All the time. All the time. Right. I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Right. And, uh, and so that's a big piece of it is like, all right. What other appliances do we already have mm-hmm. that we can capitalize on to not miss some of the things that are going to go away? Right. right. And by the way, you can take a skillet and put it on the grill. So anything that you're cooking in a skillet, you can cook on the grill too. Right. So, and some grills, I don't know, this might be an opportunity to upgrade your grill, have that little side burner yeah, they do. as well. So it really is just, you know, you can boil water, you can make pasta, you can do all kinds of things on your right. grill. So right. um, don't think that that's not a possibility. So that's, that's one good way. Um, Another one is to set up a temporary kitchen, and we do this yep. for our clients. We often set up a, a, a you know, a, a utility sink um, with yeah. water going to it. Yeah, now that has some baggage. That we don't do that that often because it's not always easy, mm-hmm. right? It's not always easy to tie in. Um, it's not that hard just necessarily to maybe run a temporary line or to set up some power for a microwave or a cook plate or mm-hmm. a cooktop or something like that. Um, often though people are relegated to the powder room sink which is where right. it becomes frustrating it is frustrating doing your dishes in a te- powder room sink is not fun so yeah. so do invest in paper like I, I you know from a from a environmental perspective this is not the best but you right. think about it as a very limited period of time invest in you know biodegradable paper plates and um, and knives and forks that you can throw out and maybe the you know tin foil kinds of um, products and especially the grill right, right. like because if you're grilling you don't have to well, and more than um, that, use like everyone in the family they make they you use one cup it's your cup yeah for the project right and so that everyone's responsible as opposed to okay we'll just throw it in the dishwasher and keep you know keep it piling up until we right. run a cycle right? right if if you've got a, if you're a family of five all you need to worry about is five, five cups. cups. Set them aside. Everything else can get put a stored. Sharp, put a Sharpie on it. Right, exactly. Dad's cup, mom's cup. Right, exactly. It's, it's, it's super simple to do it that way, mm-hmm. and it doesn't cause a lot of hassle. But, you know, I, I, I think um, we try to be cognizant of sort of the environmental implications and, and so forth, but it's a way, it certainly is a way to take a little bit of pressure off you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and be mindful of making your life a little easier, right? Right, right. Um, and your contractor can also, this is a pretty straightforward thing. One of the, During a kitchen renovation, one of the first things that's going to happen is uh, your cabinets are coming out. 
before you know that's the first mm -hmm. thing that's happening before yeah, much the other demo, demos happen right, right? Yeah. so it's not uh, we will often uh, ask clients okay if we were to take you know the following two or three cabinets set them in your living room take a scrap of countertop put that on there you can set up your microwave you can set up you know your what, whatever you want on there your juicer or, or blender or whatever and, and have a working space mm -hmm. is it is it uh, you know your kitchen it certainly isn't right. right but is it a place where you can prep food and you know and we'll re relocate this the re relocate the sink i'm sorry the sink the refrigerator into that space mm -hmm. so you can kind of set up a little makeshift work triangle yeah. sure think of it like you know those kitchens in the hotel rooms right you like right. you can manage right exactly it'll be fine right um so and again rethink your perspective on what you're going to cook um gear yourself toward the microwave toward the grill um air fryers awesome they're not they're low expense but they do everything that the oven is going to do and they just plug into a regular outlet and they make great stuff we have an air fryer that my kids love now and they use it all the time um and uh and that's a good solution all yeah. right so anything else in the kitchen um, no, I think that's a good, well, in the kitchen in general, then the alternative is also um, agreed upon a certain number of times you might eat out or order or order in. Right. Right. That's exactly. another way to give yourself a little grace, try to build it into the budget. Mm -hmm. If you're always cooking from home, and, you know, and, and you don't want to uh, go to the expense, this is a good thing to build into the budget to say, we're going to give ourselves a little bit of latitude and, and uh, yep. have a couple like more. Like three days a week, we're going to, right, be right. out of this house, right. So, yeah, give yourself that latitude and build it into the budget. Think, okay, this is, you know, maybe I only go out once a week, but for, for this period of time, it's going to be three. And so right. keep that in mind in terms of when you're building a budget. Yep. All Makes right. sense to me. So let's jump into the bathroom. All right. What do we do? Well, we got to keep, we got to pick up the pace here because Meryl's giving us the, hey, oh, you're going along gonna, here, right? Oh, so crud. that's okay, though. So I um, hate when Meryl gives us that right? look. So, uh, so the bathroom, I think. Um, you know, it, a lot of it depends on what, how your house is already set up. Yeah. If you how many other bathrooms you have? Right. Exactly. Right. And so, if you're, if this bathroom is, uh, in terms of bathing facilities, is let's maybe it's a common bathroom shared by the whole house. Mm. That that represents a whole other set of challenges. Yeah. And you have to dial in a plan with your contractor, and a good contractor will actually put you in a place where you never have to lose the ability to function in that shower, meaning like you can bathe, you can have, right. right? So that might mean that you're using that shower with plastic around the walls, mm -hmm. you know, but but the contractor will set it up so that in the morning they rip the tub out and in the afternoon the shower pan is back in mm -hmm. and they've plumbed the walls and they've got a shower head, but the rest of it's gonna get done down the road. So, you know, right. there, there's ways to think about that. Your observation about the gym, I think is spot on. Yep, right? if you belong to a good gym, because use by the their way, facilities. If you have to do it the way I just said, and your contractor has to keep at least one sink and one toilet and one shower running at any point in time, it slows the job down. It also adds cost. It adds cost and slows the job down, right? right? And so to the extent that you can say, I don't mind if you take a shower offline and I won't need it until the end of the job, Right. that's awesome. Or obviously you can transition to another bathroom if you have it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and and here's another thing too. It's a lot of our clients will renovate more than one bathroom at a time mm -hmm. if they have a powder room or they right have, because you know, it's it saves expense. It's right? super efficient, mm -hmm. right? If you know, so, especially on small work, on bathroom work and things like that, we often are ending up paying minimum fees just mm -hmm. to get our drywaller on the job site, just to get our tiler on the job site, just to, you know, to, for, for those people who normally make money based on square footage, mm -hmm. they can't do it square footage pricing for small work. Right, like, it's like just a minimum. Or backsplashes, right. right? And so when we spread that across more job, like a powder room and a main bath, 
then you can end up capitalizing on uh, on some savings by doing that. Right. Right. So there's another way for you to kind of keep your sanity a little bit, maybe improve your budget a little bit. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, and th- and I think one of the things we did in our project where we also were taking over our closet, um, Brenda bought a bunch of rolling racks for clothing, and we had a spare bedroom. Um, and, and that was our closet. For and a that while. was our closet. It worked out great, actually. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, it was reasonably organized, and we were able to access stuff without it being a big deal. Yep. Uh, and uh, and th- those are, you know, those are smart ways for us to think about things, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yep. So I think we hit most of them. I know we're at the end of our time, so we're right. going to wrap it up. Right. But uh, we really appreciate you being here with us today, and uh, thank you. Last thought, though, yeah. real quick. You know, I think it just gets to what you started. Your, you know, your your incoming attitude determines your outgoing experience. Yep. Right. So if you if you come into it with the with the right attitude, you'll come out of it having had a good. Experience. By the way, that's a life fact. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, hundred <laughs> percent. Across the board. Right. Exactly. So thank you. You just gave a life fact. I did. Nice. I, I did. Love that. I, right. That's usually your job. So uh, that's right. That's right. Howdy doodly. <laughs> So we uh, we want again thank you folks for uh, for listening. We appreciate you being with us, and we appreciate you liking us and the comments and so forth. Uh, you have just been listening to another episode of Renovation Made Right. I am David Bryan, and I am Brenda Bryan, and we hope to talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review. 